Mm. You know, a nice rye <clears throat> tastes a little better, a little more balanced, a little sweeter after a victory such as that. Your Purdue Boilermakers just beat the number one Arizona Wildcats 92-84. to Arizona was number one all week. I heard national pundits tell me, pundits tell me that, that that team was unbeatable, and um, I almost started believing them. Almost. They could go man-on-man. Man. They could put Balo right on Edie. No problem for these Wildcats, right? No problem for them. Shouldn't be an issue. Easy, easy pickings. Nobody picked Purdue. I didn't pick Purdue. I'm going to be real honest. I didn't pick Purdue. But I'll tell you what. Purdue is good at basketball. Let's talk about it. But first, before we do it, let's uh, thank our, our sponsors. Thank you to our good friends at Homefield Apparel. Head over to homefieldapparel.com. Grab a t-shirt or sweatshirt. Not one with a swoosh because they don't sell those. But grab a sweatshirt, t-shirt. Enter Boiled23 at checkout. Get 15% off your first order. And also, when you're on campus... Go over to AJ's on Vine. Before you go over there, go to eatajs.com, order ahead, get a pint, get some Italian beef, get some mac and cheese bites. Oh, boy, you're going to be treated right, too. The people do a good job. And there's TVs all over the walls to remind you of victories such as you've just watched. Eatajs.com, burgers, beef, and beer. That's AJ's, our friends on campus, close to our heart, Adam and Jake. So Purdue has uh, beaten Arizona 92 to 84. Um, I don't want to say make made quick work of them, but damn it, they um, they had a big lead. They had all the rhythm in the world. They were absolutely mopping the floor with Arizona at one point, just beating them up. Everything was going their way, and the refs were like, "No, no, let's wait a second. Let's slow things down a bit. Let's let's dance. Let's have a nice slow dance, guys. I know the DJ's been spinning the tunes, but let's take it easy. Let's take it easy." And for about an hour and a half, it seemed, they reviewed a call from five minutes before in game time. They chilled our boilers, and then Purdue went on like a five-minute, six-minute run where they couldn't make a damn uh, field goal. That was all shaken up by Smith, I think. Smith uh, hit a two, uh, and Edie hit a free throw or two. All of a sudden, Purdue kind of got back into rhythm, pushed the lead back out to 10 before sealing the thing. And uh, let's see, they improved to... Uh, ten and one on the season. If you're into that sort of thing, if you like, if you like wins, ten and one with this type of season, with this type of schedule, it's pretty good. What's also good is something that every Purdue fan wanted to see forever. Right? Was Lawyer and Smith both playing good games at once? But really, you didn't see it exactly, did we? Because we saw Lawyer just dominate the first what 25, 30 minutes, dominate it. And when I say dominate, if you didn't watch the game yet, I don't want to ruin anything. But you're gonna love. This version of Fletcher Lawyer, he's an absolute badass. He's a defensive menace somehow. He's an offensive playmaker. He's a shot maker. I'll be honest. What I need from Fletcher Lawyer, it's very simple. I need him to make open three-pointers. That's it. That's it. Everything else will be fine. If Fletcher Lawyer is hitting open threes, and I need Smith just to not leave his feet and not know where he's going. Instead, we saw Fletcher Lawyer making plays. We saw Smith not leaving his feet and just kind of having a prayer and throwing it up. Edie actually did not play a good game. Let's be really frank here. I don't know what his numbers are. I'm going to look at it in a second, but I bet he missed a lot of shots. He made a couple shot, a couple free throws down the stretch that were important. Lance Jones had the biggest grin in the world, had so much fun at the end as he helped clinch the victory with a, with a breakaway layup, and then he had a subsequent uh, free throw. But that's a lot of fun, guys. 
So right in front of Purdue, you've got Purdue, number three, Kansas, number two, Arizona, number one. Kansas struggled with the mighty Indiana Hoosiers earlier today. They were down by as many as 10 with about 10 minutes left. I think any pollster with a brain in their head gives Purdue the nod. It felt like a bigger time game. If you watch the thing on TV like I did, I didn't have the monies that some of us do. I thank all my friends who are texting me all freaking day. I mean, I love you guys. I got to tell you, I love you guys. I mean, I had Derek Schultz texted me. My pal Ed texted me. Mike, PU Fall Cities, texted me all saying, hey, where are you? My friend, I'm not kidding. I turn on the telecast. The first person I see on the telecast is my friend Chad. Chad's in the front row. Everybody is there except for me, it felt like, and you guys in the margin here. And I just couldn't. I was like, man, I can't legitimize paying that much money. I waited way too long to make the decision to even be interested in going. And the tickets were like 100 bucks, way up in the nosebleeds. I wouldn't get in my friend Chad's seats or my friend Mike's seats. I would have been way up there, guys. And I, I mean, I can't do that. I wanted to dig in. But right away, national TV on the peacock. Right on the cock. You see, you see my friends are on TV. So... Um, Man, that's a good showing for your Boilermakers. But the game right away felt like a different thing. If you were watching it from the time they started airing it, it's a little different than Big Ten Network or other network TV where they have you know different bumpers they have to hit because they showed the players getting announced. And it felt different because both teams got to choose the music they came in on right when they were announced. And the announcements weren't like the, the college home game arena. It felt like a neutral site because it, Kind of was. The site obviously favored Purdue. You had a lot of Purdue fans there. But everybody in the nation saw what you saw, and that is that this is a, this is an, I don't know why I'm getting graphics popping up, but this is a, a good Arizona team. The neutral site, quote-unquote neutral site, uh, they'll be able to overcome it because Arizona has horses. And when you saw the announcement of these players, you saw these horses coming out of their corners at Arizona. You have Caleb Love, who's 700 years old and has played for, Three, three programs now, and he's a former five-star player and won a national title, and he looks like Adonis. And then I can't remember the guy with the predator hair. He's, you know, he's, he's a beast. He looks like a halfback. He doesn't look like a, a shooting guard. Every guy, Balo, I mean, you're like, okay, they can go man-to-man. No problem. They're going to handle Edie. And by the way, they kind of did. The, Edie did not put them into foul trouble, which he usually does. He's usually so good at putting teams in foul trouble. Not tonight. Not tonight. Arizona didn't get in foul trouble. Fouls weren't even a thing. This game was so free-flowing for a big chunk of it. It was so crazy that Arizona did something, and wait for it, it nearly destroyed Purdue. Arizona did something that's not on film. They threw a zone at Purdue because they're like, okay, we got to stop the bleeding. That's all that was, by the way, Coach Painter. It's okay to throw a zone at a team. And what it did is almost derailed Purdue. That coupled with a seven-minute referee um, endorsed timeout, almost derailed Purdue. Really took Purdue out of their rhythm. Uh, Purdue couldn't find a basket. They couldn't find a way to hit a jumper. They couldn't find a way to get the ball into Edie because Arizona was bracketing them. Um, so it's like that bracket coverage, they say the formula to beat Purdue, right? That's what we've heard. Even some guys in boiled sports, they say, well, we know the blueprint to beat Purdue. Well, horse shit if you do because it's not true. The only thing that beats Purdue right now is Northwestern and Boo Booey, Okay. I wouldn't be too surprised if Rutgers is far behind, but that's just me. I'm just, I'm like that. So, um, which makes me, here's the funny thing. I'm even more angry about the Northwestern game tonight than I was when Purdue actually lost to Notre Dame, or Northwestern because of the fact that they are damn good. Purdue is damn good. And then it opens old, old wounds. I'm like, dag nabbit. 
Riley Dickinson. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I know it's a different team. I know things are different, but a lot of emotion running through these veins right now. Let's look at some stats. Let's talk a little bit about some of the black and white of the game, the things that you know aren't emotion led. Let's do that for a second. Purdue wins 92 to 84. Um, Purdue had a commanding lead at the half, 49 to 38, and then right away they extended that lead in the second half. I think they stretched out to 15 points, 16 points, something like that. I don't have that um, little uh, graph in front of me. But it felt like Purdue was on cruise, and then all of a sudden things changed. Everything got gummed up after a TV timeout. A TV timeout led to a long referee review, led to another TV timeout. It was a wild, horrible slowdown, a chilling effect on Purdue, and it worked. The lead got all the way down to, I think, six, five, right in there, before Purdue kind of said, nah, put their elbows out, flexed a little bit. So Johnson led all score. Oh, no, that's wrong. Caleb Loves led all scorers for Arizona. He had 29 points. Good game for him. He had seven, seven, seven for seven from three-pointer, or from free throw, four for nine from three. Um, Caleb Love likes to shoot, and Caleb Love likes Caleb Love. Um, you know who else, by the way? So I... This is the, I have a lot of advantage being a guy that just talks about Purdue. I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't care. But I can tell you that that Larson kid, twice, when I said it on Twitter, he got hit by a sniper. He fell down as if his life was over twice in the game. Injured just the, the death blow was, was put on Larson. First by a, an ouchie on his hand. And second, he got a boo-boo on his ribs from a mean pick from Purdue. But he's found a way to dig deep and score 10 points. Well, good for him. Good for him. I don't have a problem with guys getting hurt. I don't have a problem with, um, you know, like, whatever. But to be hurt that mortally and then to fight back. What heroics by the Arizona guard. Paulo Larson? What's his name? I don't give a damn. Doesn't matter. It felt like a preview to a Final Four game. It felt like that. Arizona's going to be up in that top five all year. Peru's going to be up in that top five all year. And I said to my brother, I said, I'll make you a deal. I'll give this second half to you, Arizona, if we can have one in March. Right, nobody took me on the deal. But I'll tell you what, I'll just take the, I'll take the matchup, regardless if it's in the finals or the final four. Holy moly. Holy moly. That's the only way you see Arizona again, I believe. That is a very good team. And if you look at the way they're built, look at the way those players are put together, look at the way the lineup is, look at their coach's record. That's a damn good team. That's a team that... Um, they're ready for prime time. Purdue was more ready. And I know Arizona got knocked out, out of the tournament way too early, just like Purdue last year. Not just like Purdue. Very few. Only one has done what Purdue did last year, lest we forget. So let's look at these Let's look at these uh, excellent games. Purdue's big three, like I said in the, the, the uh, title. The big three, of course. Lawyer was leading all scorers, and for the majority of the game, Lawyer was the engine that could. He did everything right. 27 points. Three assists, just one rebound, four steals, one turnover, though. Just icy hot from Fletcher Lawyer. 11 for 18 from the field, five of nine from three. That's what we want. We want 40% or more. He gave you even more. He gave you even more than that. Well, he's over 50%. Braden Smith came on at the end. Big things at the end. Icy, icy hot from Braden Smith as well. 26 points, four boards, two assists, three steals. Uh, he had a couple turnovers, had four turnovers. And Zach Eady, like I said, he struggled. And I want to look at this because this is the first time I put my eyes on this. Um, six and nine from free throw line, not bad. Not bad. Eight of 15 from the, from the floor. 22 points, nine boards, five assists, two steals, and a block. 
but four steals or four four turnovers. Pardon me. The big problem is he was missing a couple shots that he doesn't usually miss. Um, and make no bones about it, he had two things. One, Balo is a beast. That guy is seven feet tall. He doesn't look like it when he's standing next to Edie, but he's seven feet tall. He's a legit, a legit strong dude, skilled player. He had thirteen points, by the way, thirteen points and six. So Edie washes him clean. Um, and uh, and then on top of that, they were throwing a bracket. They threw Johnson at him sometime. They threw uh, they threw Crevis, who really struggled against Edie. That was the thing. The drop off from Arizona. Here's where Purdue is maybe very noteworthily good is that Arizona, their starting five might be as good as anybody in America. America. They might be, okay? Purdue matched them really bar for bar, line for line, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Purdue kept it within a bucket, two buckets early in the game. And then when they brought in their bench, they were in trouble because Purdue brought in, um, Purdue brought in, uh, who was the guy first made a huge difference right away. Gillis looked great off the bench. Colvin and Heidi, not a whole bunch of action. Not a, not a lot to talk about. Morton was huge off the bench, played really smart, really little things. He broke the press one once or twice. And if there's one thing that Purdue fans love, it's a good press talk. So let's talk a little bit about this. Arizona threw the press at Purdue and it did nothing to Purdue. It didn't, it wasn't even a hiccup. Isn't that a beautiful thing in itself? So let's look at a deeper dive into stats. Uh, overall rebounds, Purdue out rebounds Arizona by five, 32 to 27. Arizona beats everybody rebounding, in case you don't know this. They really do. They're, they're like Purdue. They beat teams on the glass, but they didn't today. They didn't today. Steals. Uh, Purdue had two more steals than Arizona. That's nice. Uh, Purdue had two more blocks than Arizona. Free throws. I always say I, I shoot for what? 72%, I think is my magic number. Purdue shoots 63% from free throw line. So there's work to be done there. Not a big deal. They can do better there. Three pointer. 41%, rock solid. Good stuff. And Purdue wins 92 to 84. But really what Purdue did, the funny thing is, and here's the, here's the thing that we're going to be looking at all year with this Purdue team. We've seen it over and over. Give me a pace. Give me a type of game, and Purdue can play it. They can play ugly. They can play grind them down. They can play fast as hell, and they did tonight. They were on pace for a 110-point game at one point against the number one team in America. And then it all got chilled out. Purdue had a couple minutes where they couldn't hit a bucket, and Purdue still scores in the 90s versus a team that's leading. I think, I think they're in the top five in scoring, and I know they're in the top five in offensive efficiency. Both these teams are analytics darlings. So pretty damn good game for your Boilermakers, and um, really, really a fun thing to see Purdue win in Indianapolis because it's been the house of horrors for Purdue, quite frankly. Let's talk about comments, and then we can get out of here. Uh, we're 14 minutes in. Tyler says, let's go right on, brother. Uh, Nolan, evening Dowd, drink Adam P. Wow, what a game. Braden Smith is a dog. I agree, Nolan. Um, let's see, uh, Jimmy Johns, what? Purdue, unequivocally number, uh, number one in the nation. They should be. They should be. We'll see. We'll see. I don't, you know. It doesn't matter, guys. Here's guys, girls, friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. It doesn't matter. The ranking doesn't matter. And none of it matters. I used to say it mattered because it got Purdue a higher seeding, and we saw what that did for Purdue. It doesn't matter. We got to see mean mugging Zach Eady. We need to see that over and over and over for the rest of our life. We got to see that guy set and ready to go. We got to see Braden Smith pouring it on in crunch time. That's the thing. He doesn't need to play a whole game. He needs to play the last 10 minutes really sound. And then you need somebody else to sprinkle in some goodness. Maybe it's a lawyer. Maybe it's Jones. But somebody else is going to sprinkle in some goodness. And there's lots of room there. By the way, I continue to be 
continued to be impressed by Caleb first. He comes in the game. He's so solid. He does big things. He's athletic off the bounce. He gets to the hoop quickly. He looks a half step faster than anybody because he's playing there too. They can't match him. They can't match Caleb first. That dude's a beast. All right. Sidebar. Boiler Bugle says, uh, Fletch with the defense. Glad to see it in the game. Let's, let's, I think I said this, but I want to say this one more time. Fletch lawyer, um, four steals. And I believe he had four steals in the first half. If not the first half, it was very early in the second half. Fletch Lawyer played a complete game. Incredible game. I can badmouth Fletch Lawyer all I want, and Fletch Lawyer just says, give me some more. Give me some more, bro. So I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> all right. Handel Jones, my buddy. Uh, I want to say that that was a preview of future events in April. I don't want to say or No, he does say I want to say that. I want to say that that was future, future events in April. But, you know, I was really impressed with both teams. It was a delight to watch. It was a fun game to watch. Unlike so many games we've seen this season where it's been like dragging you down in the mud type pace and garbage, this was like basketball, right? This is what – the funny thing is, years and years ago, if you're old enough to remember, you can remember when everybody said, oh, Big Ten sucks. They don't score. Matt Painter's, you know, conference-leading Boilermakers, they just like to slog and punch and hit you in the mouth. That's not Purdue these days. That's not the Big Ten these days, but it's really not Purdue, and Purdue sets the standard for this conference. Uh, John Smith says, I wasn't able to watch. Did we rush the court? <laughs> did we rush the court? No, we did not rush the court. Good question, though, John. As Anish says, rush the court for everything at any time. It doesn't matter. It's worth it. Uh, Nolan23 says, back-to-back -back November and December nas uh, national champs. That's right. Let's, let's roll it over. November and December. Good point. Adam P., interesting to see a Purdue team handle the opponent's run. Honestly, I wasn't sure we were going to hold together. Here's the weird thing, Adam, and I don't know if it's just me or being um, trained or something. I didn't feel bad about tonight, and it wasn't because, probably wasn't because of the game and what was happening. It was more of an issue of... I just, I've been saying this to you guys, if you watch this regularly, I've been saying I want to see them get better in January and February. And so this is just a stepping stone for me about what comes later. And it's none of this stuff really matters until we look at the whole body of work, right? And so I saw Arizona making a run. I'm like, good. This is what good teams do. Arizona's really good. And so they made a run. And then Purdue kind of swatted it away. Um... Let's see. Uh, Donaldo said, wearing the same Purdue hoodie must be good luck. Exactly. This is this is the gear right here. This isn't the gear. Your gear comes from home field apparel. But no, this is pretty, it's pretty comfortable. I will say that. Ed Albanese. Hey, boys. So first, I'm not going to believe we won until time is 0-0. Second, zone, we need to fix it. Yeah, so zone is going to be a problem for anybody because not a lot of teams in modern college basketball play it. And that's why you need to have it in your quiver. That's what I keep saying. It's not so much Purdue needs to play solely zone or become Syracuse. That's not what it's about. Zone is a good changeup. By the way, good changeup pitchers throw mostly fastballs. So throw the effing zone every now and again. It works. Coach Paint, just look at what it did. If you don't want to give credit for the, to the officials, which I will say, holy moly, reviewing the game that way, that was such an awful thing. But even if it's within the framework of the, of the rules, that zone really chilled Purdue, and it changed things, and then Purdue fought it off. It was awesome. Patrick Goshel, great game. Took control, took a punch, responded. Again, Press, no problem. The narrative is all about the tournament. No problem winning the big games. We've proved that. Just need to do it in March. Right on. Well done. Um, I want to go through as many of these as I can. Uh, Zach Young says, I think the voters will be split. 
Kansas did win at asshole. Yeah, I use mighty, which means something to some people. Houston is 10-0, but haven't seen anyone. And Houston struggled, by the way. If you watch that game, they struggled. Uh, they were in trouble down the stretch. I think they won by, what, one bucket, two buckets? So, whatever. Um, it doesn't matter, Zach. You know that. I know that. doesn't matter. So, uh, but, yeah, having the one next year is pretty cool. The big thing I don't want to do is have the one and then watch dumbasses run, run on the court against my Boilermakers. I'm pretty simple. I hate that stuff more than anything. I mean, I like to win. You like to win, but I hate to see Purdue lose. I hate them to be a national story and be the lead story on pick your favorite sports network and sports show, in-studio show. I just hate that. And that stuff lives a long time. So, Adam P., I'd prefer we aren't given the number one. I don't want another Northwestern effect. Understood. I get it. But it's not, you know, Purdue was number one in the nation for eight weeks last year, guys. Eight weeks. It's a long time. That raises expectations. That raises expectations in the long run. It's okay to think you want more. Ben Kutch. Kutch. Hold on. Kutesh. Ben Kutesh. Had to listen, but was an awesome game. First half seemed to fly by. It was so much fun, Ben. Um, and the second half, if you get it on, if you can watch it on DVR, I don't know where we can find this game because Matt Loves Ball has been banished from YouTube. Right when I gave that guy like a big and hearty endorsement, he got ran out of there by the monsters at Fox Sports. Anyway, Chris says, only thing that beats Purdue is Purdue itself. Sure feels like it because versus Northwestern, it's what Purdue absolutely did. Um, let's see. Boiler Bugle. Purdue only had a bad breakdown against the press. Uh, Purdue only had one bad breakdown. Yeah, one. That's what I count. Agree. And I don't, I wouldn't even, I chalk that up. So that's when the game gets helter skelter, things are weird. Things happen. You just have to kind of fight that off, right? Got to ride it out a little bit. Purdue did a great job. Generally, they made easy work of it. Crispy says, what a game. Fletch heard the chatter. He responded. Turnovers and defense need work. Uh, the production on the offense, uh, but the production on the offense was awesome. Now we need to fight through. Yep. There's so much basketball to be played, young boys and girls. So much thing, so many things to enjoy before uh, March. And I'm going to try to do my best to keep a level head. I'm going to pledge to you to do my best to keep a level head. And not think too hard about this. But I can tell you every time Purdue does what they did tonight, what did what they did in November, I can't help but just say, gosh darn it, my Boilermakers are pretty good. And I want them to see them do, nothing, do something else in March. Um, Judith Johnson says, damn good. This team is a ton of gladiators. They are. They're warriors. I love it. Brian T., could we actually make the Final Four just one time in my life, please? Brian, I said the same thing. I said it to my young nephew. He's an eighth grader. I said, just one time, just one time, give me a look, give me a feel, give me, let me know what it's like to have two weeks in a row during the NCAA tournament when the NBA, or the, pardon me, the media is talking about, about your Boilermakers. Give me two weeks of it. Give me that feeling. I was five effing years old when it happened last. I got lots of gray in my beard. My dad is probably watching this podcast. He was there. He was there. My dad wants to see another Final Four. Gene Cady wants to see a freaking number, another Final Four. Gosh darn it. Sorry. Uh, Chad Hadinyama says, uh, Talking Head said, Arizona had the best depth in the NCAA. Yeah, they did. And I can tell you, their depth did not look like it. Their starting five looks awesome, though. Arizona is a good team. I'm not going to diminish what they are. I will make fun of Larson, though, because he's a little bitch. Sorry. Um, I, I don't go that far, but sorry. That guy made me mad tonight. Um, it's good to have that. Let's be real honest. Purdue has had guys like that in the past. I'm not going to name names, but to have a team that the other team hates, 
to have a guy on your team that the other team hates, to have a personality the other team hates. But generally, Purdue gets it from a guy that's willing to bloody his nose and get in the way. That Larson, my gosh, what a whiner. Good for Purdue for beating him. That's Duke shit. Sorry. You guys don't get to see this very often. Here we go. Um, let's see. Jimmy Johns. Let's go, let's go Pat Gottschall. Arizona's probably most uh, imposing matchup for in terms of size. Proved it. Uh, we still win. Um, Arizona's really, really good. They're really athletic. They're really skilled. They're really strong. There is not a measurable you've got. They're really, expen or they're really old, so they're really experienced. They've got blue chips all over the court. They've got size. They've got athleticism. And they've got a coach that's, what, 69 and 11 in his career at Arizona? Come on. Give me a measurable they're not good. It's a great team. I'm not taking anything away from Arizona. I'm putting praise at Purdue's feet. Good job. Mr. Pepsi 313 says, cheers to the Boilermaker Nation. Scott Hickner says, I take, a uh, take back everything I said bad about lawyer's defense. Dude was a steel machine. No, Scott, that's not the right approach. Stay critical. Listen, it's okay. Call them as you see them. That's what I try to do to you guys, for you guys. Call them as you see them. Fletch Lawyer played a just a whale of a game. Whale of a game. Um, and he has played like absolute dog meat at time this season. It, against Alabama, there were times where you're like, holy moly, can he stay in front of a guy? Lawyer was motivated. Lawyer is a good basketball player. Lawyer needs the right matchups. Lawyer needs the right things to happen. And lawyer needs to have set his jaw and just say, you know what? I'm going to get knocked around tonight. I'm, I'm going to be a pinball. I'm going to fight through it. He did tonight. It's awesome. Um, Shane Hinkle says, is this our first actual upset in years? That's a really interesting question. And I don't know. I don't know about the spread. I don't. I don't gamble. Uh, I didn't check that. I'm sure this was a was an upset according to Vegas. And I think that Purdue's probably not been favored every game the last two seasons. Some of you degenerates can tell me exactly what the situation is there. If you bet on Purdue and you're a Purdue alum, I do not get it. I do not understand. You're a bigger, badder, better man than me. I could not do it. Number one, if I lose a dollar, I'm really, really feeling it. So, <laughs> let alone a real bet. Uh, let's see. Swisher 2K says, it. this is the year? This is the year? I don't know. I don't know what to say at that. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. Um, Josh that says, too many players still scared to shoot. I think there's a, some things there that you need to take into account. Number one, Purdue wants to run their offense. Purdue wants to have guys doing their thing still. Um, Purdue wants to still stay within the system. Yeah, some guys are, uh, yeah. Crispy says, nice, Glenn Karen. Yeah. I got a little bit of rye in here tonight. It's a, it's a port-finished rye. Um, let's see. Uh, Jay Boiler says, uh, two times Boiler follow, uh, two times Fletcher. Follows up an Ofer game with 27 points. Yeah. The dude can be big when he wants to. And that's, I mean, hit your open threes, Fletch. That's what we want. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go conservative here. Chris B. B. Dad feeling some type of way tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry for letting my emotions get away from me. And I, I kept them. If you know me, and some of you guys on here do, every now and again, uh, my mouth might get out a little bit in front of my skis. Does that make sense? Probably not. But. Yeah, it'll happen. Kevin Pass, never in doubt. I mean it. Never in doubt, says Kevin Pass. Oh, man, thanks for the birthday present, Boilers. Happy birthday to Kevin. Couldn't have turned 46 in a better way. God bless you. God bless you, Kevin. Uh, as a 48-year-old, I can tell you 48 is beautiful. So enjoy the ride. Um, let's see. Indian Colorado says Arizona was, by, was favored by – explain this to me. This is I, – I, it's too much. 
Arizona negative or, uh, minus one and a half. So see this, I'm so much of a moron when it comes to odds. I don't even understand what that means. I guess that means Arizona is favored by fewer than one and a half points. I don't bet. I'm like a, I'm like a infant when it comes to this. I'm thinking about starting a podcast that's just talking about get this college football and basketball without betting because every every show I watch now brings up betting except for me because I'm an idiot. I don't understand it. Uh, Brian T says Shaq and Balo's free throws make me appreciate Edie's Edie's free throws. Yeah, Edie was what I say nine of was he nine of thirteen, nine of twelve. I don't know. Yeah, Edie's solid. Edie's an incredible. If you don't appreciate how hard it is to hit a free throw with hands as big as Edie's, go and try to shoot a Nerf ball. I mean, like, look at some of the videos of the guy just holding the basketball. It's so hard, so hard to hit a free throw when your hands are that big. Jim Garfinkel says, uh, Bill has said Arizona is the best team he has seen this year. Now he's seen Purdue twice. I think he's smarter now. Billis never is smarter. Billis is crap. All right. I do not like Jay Billis for a lot of reasons. But Jay Billis can keep talking. Keep talking, Jay. I'm sure you're watching. Jacqueline 22, my buddy. Can't believe you weren't in the house, B. Dowd. You love Purdue Games and Indy. He does know me. My friend Jay does know me. I do love watching Purdue in Indianapolis. It's one of my favorite things. If you don't know this, I hate watching Purdue in Indianapolis. It is not good juju. My pal Ed Sego says, "Hey, I'm here. Are you gonna? Are you here? No, sorry, Ed, I'm not here." Uh, Ed is a good fan. I'm a bad fan. I'll admit it. I'm a bad fan. All I do is this to help Purdue and help the Purdue family. Ed Albanese says Edie can shoot outside shots. Edie can shoot. Edie's a much better basketball player than we as Purdue fans may appreciate him to be. Edie is a very good all-around basketball player. He is not just tall. Edie battled tonight. Not a lot on the in the box score shows it, but he battled. Tim Swartzel, my wife's birthday today as well. Good day. Cheers to your wife as well. Uh, Kevin passed again, says cheers to your wife. Yeah, it, okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, Mason Gillis' passing was awesome. Mason Gillis did all the little things. Mason Gillis was awesome. Don't discount that. Pat Gottschall says, preach on regarding betting. All internet articles, how will they do against the spread? I just want to know... Uh, if you think they'll win, who cares about the spread? Here's the problem, though. This is big business, man. And that's, that's like, I, I almost, almost all my good friends put a little money on the game. Not, not on Purdue games, uh, but put money on the games. And I'm just like, man, I just am so damn entertained by this game by itself. I don't need that. Uh, I'm a simple, simple person, like the way. Jason Davenport says, football news, Boilers just uh, nabbed an edge from Georgia. Uh, yeah, the the uh, transfer portal has been hot this week. Purdue got, uh, I want to make sure I get this right. Shitta Silva. Shitta Silla. Shitta Silla. So that's all I need. I'll be honest. I don't need anything else out of the portal. But they got Shitta Silla out of uh, Boston College. It's a big stinking deal. Shitta Silla. And in Colorado says, I'm totally not into sports betting at all. <laughs> I know, I know I'm in the minority. As, a, as, a, as an old man, an old dad, a sports fan, I know I'm in the minority here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dale C. 1980 says, So many dismiss every, uh, everyone other than Edie. So glad to see Purdue win and Edie only the third highest score. Yeah, that's a big deal, Dale. That is a big deal. For Purdue to win without Edie just greasing a team, 
That says a lot. And they scored a ton of points. And they beat up a team that is really, really good. All all positive stuff. Brian Tears says, thank you, B. Dowd. You're welcome, sir. Uh, Ed Albanese, this is going to be the final comment, and I mean it. And why are so many Purdue football players transferring like all the receivers? Okay, so, Ed, here's my theory. We're still dealing with transition. We're still dealing. If you look at the transfer portal, and I did this, I can only find two guys that were really contributors that, no, that's wrong. I can only find two guys, period, that were Walters guys that entered the portal, okay? Not contributors. You're dealing with a transition of, of culture. Not a transition. There, it's, this is big. And I'm, I know I'm switching gears into football. This is big. Transition of culture. Now, if this happens again next year, you had 37 last year, 20-something this year in the portal for Purdue. And if you do it again in the 20s, this becomes really hard because Purdue is a developmental football program. They develop guys, right? They can't get the absolute tip-top. You need guys to stick around to get better. And this is why I hate this era of college sports. It's going to be rough. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think I'm going to call it. I think I'm going to call it. Okay. Oh, Matt Har- Harrington says he also said Michigan is deeper than Purdue. I, uh, that's a Billis comment. And I'm going to leave with that. That's enough. Um, Billis is a moron. And Michigan sucks. And I don't like Jawan Howard. And that's all I've got for today. Purdue has improved to 10-1. and one, And uh, they're going to be either number one or two on Monday. Uh, they've beaten Arizona 92 to 84. And I appreciate all of you guys tuning in. 307 live on the spot viewers. That's solid. That's solid work. I say right there, my fellow Boilermakers. What an evening. Go enjoy yourself. Have your favorite uh, adult beverage or chi- uh, younger beverage if you're into that sort of thing. Enjoy a pizza like I'm about to and celebrate the fact your boilers just rolled. Hammer down. Purdue is 10 and 1. Talk to you soon. God bless you.